1: Hello and welcome to the Roto-Wire Fantasy Soccer Show. We're talking Saturday's Premier League slate at DraftKings. I'm Adams Direct, joined by Ryan Balangi. Ryan, I'm back. We're back. How has the past week been for you? Champions League, last Saturday we had Brentford 4-1 at Chelsea. How, how have things been going for you at DraftKings?
2: Yeah, you know, not great in the last week, to be honest. Uh, starting back last Saturday's slate, um, I actually had a good slate, but I say not great because I missed out on a king of the pitch ticket by 0.1 points. Um, so that was very frustrating. And it was from that uh, 90th minute Luis Diaz goal, or I would have won a ticket and then a bunch of money in the tournaments too. So that was a little bit unfortunate. And then uh, Champs League on Tuesday, I didn't have Benzema, even though he's like my favorite player. So that was uh, so interesting. Wednesday. Right. Uh, Tuesday. Sorry. I missed out on a ticket uh, by one spot again. So, yeah, I mean, frustrating week, um, but that's okay. We've done uh, pretty well for the most part recently. And uh, I really like this three game slate Um, looking at this slate. You know, I don't want to sound too overconfident, but these are the types of slates that I like. Uh, You know, I was making lineups and I immediately thought that I was probably going to win. Uh, that, that's how much I liked it. Uh, so hopefully, uh, hopefully, we can help the people out. Uh, some interesting games. Uh, yeah,
1: I, I definitely like this one too. I had the first thing I put together, it looks kind of weird just, just at my forwards here, but some of this will depend on just what Chelsea do in their starting 11. Uh, you kind of wrote about it in your article, rotowire.com. that's up right now. But we have a question. I've been kind of back and forth on if Alonzo or Saul is going to start on the left wing. We don't really know uh, what they're going to do. Espiliqueto Cueto is there midweek. That didn't work. Uh, Alonzo started last weekend. Uh, Saul hasn't started in a while. And then you have what's going on with Reese James. I mean, he's back from his injury. Is he going to start again? We don't know. I mean, this is a lot of minutes under him. So we have those questions. And then this morning came out Ziyech has a minor issue. Lukaku has a minor issue. So I put Mount and Havertz back into the starting 11, even though they're starting Mm midweek. So we have those questions. We got a question up front for Southampton. I put Nathan Tella there. We don't know what's going to happen with that because Brojok cannot play against Chelsea. Adam Armstrong didn't start. I mean, it might have been the last time we talked a few weeks ago, I think Smallbone started at forward back then. But Tella returned from his injury. So we got a lot of things here, but I guess we can just jump into forward as usual. Saka is 9900 <laughs> are, are, What are your thoughts on Arsenal in general on the like slate? They're really expensive here.
2: Yeah, okay. So Arsenal, um, biggest favorite on the slate slight favorites at home to Brentford and they also have the highest implied goal total. It's not that high though. 1.73 Chelsea's right below that at 1.64 just to touch on Chelsea. I agree with everything you said that lineup is going to be very important. Um, I had put in my article uh, that Tuchel is ready to make a lot of changes after, you know, Chelsea got thrashed by Brentford last week. They got beat pretty good by Madrid in the Champions League midweek. So I'd figured Ziyech to start and Lukaku to start and maybe Rhys James to sit and Alonso to sit. But now, yeah, not so sure with those injuries. So yeah, that'll be important, and we'll, we'll talk about that more when we get to defender. Um, but yeah, back to your question about forward and starting at the top with Arsenal. Um, Saka's too expensive. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's the most... E- Expensive player on the slate. It doesn't really make sense because he hasn't really been taking set pieces. Um, I think he's taken a couple in two out of the last five games, and it's usually like one or two. You know, Arsenal have a bunch of set piece takers on the field, usually. Um, and just to touch on Arsenal in general, uh, you and I were talking Monday night before the Crystal Palace match, and uh, for one of the few times in recent memory I was confident that Arsenal were going to be able to get it done on the road. Uh, they came out and had one of the worst first halves of the season. Um, and not only that, uh, they're going to be without Thomas Party, who's been like a real key to their resurgence. Um, and they're going to also be without Kieran Tierney, which might even be more important because Nuno Tavares has been an absolute nightmare at left back. Um, you know, he's, he's started, I believe the last two games and came off at halftime both times. Uh, He's looked a bit lost. He's made mistakes. Um, So, yeah, I'm not like in love with Arsenal in this spot. Brighton, although they've been playing not great, you know, the results aren't great. They were a little better, at least stats wise, against Norwich last week. Um, I think they took 31 shots, even though they didn't score a goal. They were pretty dominant. You know, I, I don't expect Arsenal to go out there and dominate. I think Arsenal are in a tough spot now, fighting for the top four, um, some of their best players out. Um, yeah, it's like not a spot I'm looking to target. So, Saka for tournaments, sure, because you might have salary, um, depending on, you know, if we don't have Reese James and defenders to spend for, you're going to kind of be able to play whoever you want. Um, but uh, I started my lineups with Rafinha, uh, 8,300. For for cash games, I think that's probably the move too. I don't know if it's you know necessary to pay up at both forward spots. Um, we we do have some expensive midfielders to play, but I like Rafinha. He's he's cheaper than he's been uh, in a while. You know, he's basically always nine k or above. Um, and you know, he hadn't been taking set pieces since since Jesse Marsh was appointed, but he has now. Even with Harrison on the pitch, you know they're kind of splitting them. So I, I expect Rafinha to take a few corners, and he's on he's on penalties, I believe. Uh, and he has a floor just from open play as well. So I do like Rafinha at the top.
1: Yeah, I believe Rafinha is on PKs. He's taken three this season. Yeah, when I first ran through it, I kind of uh, overlooked Rafinha just because of I don't know, just some of his recent results. I mean, you got the Norwich match in there, but it's kind of it hasn't been as good as I guess earlier in the season. That's kind of why his his price is down. But he's he's definitely at a discount. Um, I think for cash games, I mean, we'll we'll get to this. I, I kind of like spending up for two midfielders on this slate more than even like looking for split set pieces on Rafinha. I think yeah. you can get discounted forwards for like decent, like decent for, for cash games. Uh, I guess we can just talk about is it. Milo Saar here. It's probably the cheapest he's been all season, maybe 5,300. I mean, I, I can't remember what he was week one. Uh, I, I know I remember Watford being kind of popular just because they're super cheap. I, I don't remember the exact matchup, but mm-hmm. Saar and Dennis came through, but I mean, 5,300 for Saar. At home against Leeds, it's not the worst situation. So I mean, there there are options here from the top to bottom that you can look at. I mean, you got Pascal Gross there for seven k, which is fine at Arsenal, but I mean, it depends yeah. if, if you want to spend that really. So yeah,
2: yeah. Um, so I agree with you know I or I see you know the merit to. Spending up twice at midfield, you know, it makes sense if you play Ward-Prowse and a Chelsea guy. Um, it's the reason why I sort of sided with Rafinha, um, we didn't really talk about it yet, but the Watford-Leeds match uh, has the highest total on the slate, and to me, it's the most appealing game. Uh, so I kind of mentioned that I'm wary of Arsenal on this slate. Well, I'm also wary of Chelsea. Uh, I don't know that I want to play those expensive midfielders I mean of course you can but I mean are they better options than Rafinha just straight up I don't know um if Ziyech you know it depends if Ziyech isn't in the squad you know I know he's questionable and then it looks like Mount's gonna play 90 minutes and have the sets then yeah I would want to go Mount so that that's but you know if Ziyech is in there or if he's on the bench you know I don't know Mount's been getting subbed and then Chelsea you know, it doesn't feel great on, on the road to Southampton, uh, especially the way they've been playing. And I, I watched most of the match against Brentford. I watched the home match against Madrid. You know, they don't inspire too much confidence. And also Southampton plays well at home. And, you know, Hasenhutl is like the perfect manager for Southampton. He, he's, he gets those boys fired up, especially for these big home matches. It's not like a great place to go play. It's not I will, going to be at all if Southampton win this match.
1: I will say, like we're talking, like in general, people are, you know, saying Chelsea are struggling and all this and now in Southampton, but Southampton are actually struggling too. Uh, like you look at their last two home matches, they lost against Watford and Newcastle. And I mean, so, I can't, I guess they have a couple wins against Norwich and Everton a little ways back, but it's not like Southampton are playing well. Uh, and just in terms of mount you mentioned he might get subbed off. He has gone 90 the last two. I mean it depends rest short week. I mean you could throw that in there but if Ziyech isn't in the squad I I guess you can look at that a different way. But yeah, just in terms of these matches uh you know the highest implied goal total for Leeds Watford I I don't know. I kind of think that this this Chelsea Southampton match is going to be I mean it has the potential. I know he said about Hasenhuttle and and how he you know he gets his team up but Like, they just haven't been playing that good defensively. And, like, you combine that with some questions for Chelsea. It doesn't seem like Conte is going to start in the midfield for them, uh, just in terms of rest. But, I mean, their games have had some goals in them, I think. Like, if you watch Kits and Wagers, check that out. One of my favorite bets is over 10.5 corners between Chelsea and Southampton. And I'm trying to correlate that with what I'm talking with midfielders with Mountain Ward Prowse, and that's kind of what I, I was leaning on. Yeah. But again, a lot of that's a Chelsea lineup. Well, it and- makes sense, though, too. And
2: I actually I do agree with you. I think that Chelsea Southampton match does have like a decent chance to go over. I think that uh, over that there's more likely to be goals in that game than the Arsenal Brighton game. Yeah, you're right. Southampton's defense hasn't been great. Chelsea's defense hasn't been great. You know, both teams or at least Chelsea, Chelsea need the win just for like morale. Uh, Yeah. So there should be chances.
1: There could be goals. I agree there. Yeah. Now that I look at it, Southampton have, even though they have those recent losses, they've only allowed 14 goals at home this season uh, in 15 matches. So, that's really good. Uh, but, I mean, you look at those, those recent home losses that I mentioned, and, I mean, how much should we put into that? But, yeah, so forward, I, I mean, it just looks like there's – like you mentioned Cucho in your article. He's sitting there at 6,400, another Watford guy. And, I mean, you can look at all these leads guys too, like Rodrigo, 6,300, James, 5,600, Jao Pedro. I mean, you can just go down this list. It's not like any of these guys are unusable. Uh, even, right. like, Nathan Tella at 4,100, like, not – I mean, it's not a great play, uh, but he's 4,100, and he's probably – you know, if he starts, he's looking at the 60- to 70-minute range. But it's just, like, there are options here uh, from top yeah. to bottom. Um, Danny Welbeck, 4,500. So
2: Yeah, I didn't, uh, you know, touch on SAR after you mentioned Saar. Um Kind of, I guess – Buried the lead a little, but 5,300, it's crazy, crazy price for Sar in this spot uh, at home to Leeds. It's like a pretty good matchup for Watford. Obviously, Watford need to win. Uh, Leeds at home has been a really good spot for teams. Uh, so Sar, even without set pieces, just a pretty much a lock. Yeah, a lock for cash games even. Like, I wouldn't want to spend down for Tella or... Or Welbeck, or whoever, or any of those guys win Sars fifty three hundred, um, and then yeah, Cucho too. Cucho probably taking a couple set pieces. Uh, probably, how popular know.
1: do you think Sars going to be? Like we just had a situation where uh, Kimmich was underpriced in that midweek slate for uh, for unclear reasons, and you know he's super popular. But now SAR, obviously no set pieces, so it's a different situation. But just in terms of, I guess GPPs. Like, do you think he's going to be just looked at because he's fifty three hundred?
2: I mean, I would think so. You know, I'm not great at projecting ownership, and I get it wrong. You know, it's tough to, it's tough to, um, uh, it's tough to know how sharp the the lobby is on DraftKings. Sometimes right. I think I give it too much credit, but sometimes i don't know you know it it's obviously it keeps getting sharper there's there's a lot of content out there now you know a lot of regular players but yeah i, I mean, i'd expect sar Sa, to be very popular like how can he not be i mean just objectively well the kucho and sar are the best forward plays on the slate in the cheap range yeah i think you could easily play both of them in cash games, no problem. Um, Saar's just too cheap and he has a floor without sets. Cucho has a couple sets and just has a floor based on the way he plays. Uh, he shoots and creates chances and they're cheap and it's arguably the best matchup on the slate, which is weird to say for Watford, but I'd have no problem playing Saar and Cucho in cash games. And I'm absolutely going to have them in my tournament teams. Um, yeah. Love Watford. Um it's going to be hard for me to look other places. I, I think they're in that good of a spot with these prices. Yeah. Does
1: anyone stand out for you? I guess you're probably, I mean, it's probably looking Rafinha and then one of those Watford guys. Uh, I mean, it's just, I guess no one really, I was going to ask who, I was going to ask who stood out to you for leads, but I mean, those guys are, are all pretty much in the same range and they're all no, kind yeah. of unpredictable.
2: Um. Yeah, no, I, I like Leeds too, and Leeds make a lot of sense for tournaments, especially. I mean, they're basically in the same spot at Watford. I mean, this game, somewhat of a toss-up. Uh, you're not going to be shocked if either one of these teams scores multiple goals. I do kind of I I do like Rodrigo. You know, if I had to choose one, uh, with Bamford out, he's playing 90 minutes. Uh, he's, I just like him as a player. He's pretty good at scoring goals. He's done okay recently. So, yeah, I'd go to Rodrigo. Um, And then moving away from that game, just just look elsewhere. What about –
1: so Kai Havertz, 7,900. Do you think that's like a reasonable GPP spot? I mean, he's playing well if he starts, but he's in that same range as Rafinha. So, he probably won't be too popular. Uh, Yeah. I mean, even though Chelsea are favored, but –
2: No, that's a good good, – that's a good shout. He's – Especially, I, I was pretty sure that Lukaku was going to start, but now you don't know because of this little injury. And, yeah, I do think Havertz would go under-owned. Um, so, yeah, definitely would be a good GPP play. Uh, he kind of can't stop scoring. I mean, even though they lost against Madrid, he scored again. So, yeah, I really like Havertz. Um, maybe for some lower-owned leverage in tournaments, I don't mind taking a look at these Brighton guys who, you know, we talk about every week, they struggle to score. But they're cheap here, and Arsenal's on the ropes a bit. So not going to shock me at all if Mopai or Troussard come up with a goal. Or Welbeck. Yeah, even Welbeck. I just – I hadn't been considering Welbeck. I don't know why. I just – I guess I figured he wasn't starting. But maybe he will start again. He was good against Norwich. He even had, yeah, 11 floor points. Um,
1: So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like the – I was just gonna say that Arsenal Brighton match is almost like you either completely avoid it or you you go with it because like if, if Arsenal are at full strength, I feel like it'd be more certain that this would be like a one-nil, really low-scoring game. Like these teams are scoreless early in the season. I think there's been three goals between them total in their last three matches. But you got the injuries for Arsenal. Maybe it opens things up so you could look at that route with Brighton. But I mean, it, it's just the way Brighton play that I don't think they they don't they haven't scored in six of their last seven or five of the last six, something like that. So that, that makes it kind of hard just to like you're putting together a cash lineup or something like that. And it's like, do I want a Brighton guy for a team that, you know, even though they had 30 shots against Norris, they still couldn't score. So.
2: Not in cash. Yeah. To answer your question, <laughs> yeah. no, not in cash. I don't want a Brighton guy. Maybe, maybe a defender, but we'll, we'll get to that later.
1: Yeah, so midfielder here. Uh, we got. Well, let's just. Dis- I mean, we. I guess we can't assume that ZH it, It'll just be between ZH and Mount. I don't like if ZH is coming in with the injury. I don't think both those guys are going to start. So, that's no kind of what my assumption is here. So we got Ward Prouse, ninety six hundred. Got to use them in cash games. Is that is that kind of what we're coming down to here? Seems I like a on. must.
2: Yeah, I think so. You know we we've had Chelsea and Southampton on many slates together recently. So, you know, we've been talking about, do we want Ward-Prowse or Mount? Do we want Ward-Prowse or ZH? You know what I mean? And it's, it's been a tough call. And sometimes Ward-Prowse has been the better option. Sometimes uh, the Chelsea guys, I think it's more clearly Ward-Prowse at the moment, at least for cash games. Yeah. Um, just, you know, at home, for sure going to play 90 minutes For sure, taking all the set pieces, has penalties, makes free kicks. He's unbelievable at free kicks. I mean, the Chelsea guys, they're just tough to trust in general. I mentioned that I'd like Mount if Ziyech wasn't in the squad. Um, And, yeah, I would. But if he's not, like I I kind of wasn't expecting – I was expecting Mount to – take a seat on the bench and just because he's been starting a lot recently and they haven't been winning. uh, But if Ziyech isn't in there, Mount will be back in. But, yeah, I know Ward-Prowse for me. Ward-Prowse is just cash games. You got to get him in there. He's he's just too good. I mean, look at all those crosses, at least 12 and, what, four out of the last five and, yeah, pens and free kicks.
1: So if we're not looking at one of the Chelsea guys for a second spot, would you – how much would you consider – I guess this is just for cash games here – We got Harrison, 7,400. I guess we can go back to Pascal Gross if you want to, you know, fit him in here at 7,000. You got a couple guys in this mid range where it's not the worst idea, but uh, just in terms of how much, like, do you think these guys, I guess what, Harrison, how he's not on too many set pieces, but uh, yeah, at least with Gross, you are getting set pieces. So. Mm-hmm. Seven thousand compared to like the eighty six hundred for Mount nine thousand. I I guess if you need money, I don't think that's the worst plan just to go gross there instead of uh, Mount or Cia. Like, may,
2: maybe maybe if it's your last piece in and you're just in love with every other piece in your lineup, um, yeah. or else or else I just yeah Harrison's priced too closely to to Mount and Rafinha for me. I mean he would be need needing to be taking more sets for me to consider. Uh, It's a good tournament play though. I mean, he scored in back-to-back games, but I just don't think the floor is like safe enough at 7,400, at least just compared to those other guys.
1: Gross. I actually missed here. So I was in Mexico. I'm I'm missing some things, but Solomon March is now kind of split and set pieces. with gross and Mm -hmm. he's 5,800. So would you rather have March in here for cash games for 1200 less than gross? I mean, he had a floor of 16 last match.
2: Yeah. Okay. So I think it'd be okay. Um, what I was going to say about gross and just, I I don't love Brighton on the road against Arsenal. You know, we've talked. 100%. For Cat, like it's, we've been talking about that game a lot. It's possible, but, you know, Brighton have been playing bad and Arsenal have been good at home. Um, yeah, they are without some players, but, I don't love it. So it'd be okay. And I think we should talk about just like the Brighton guys, Gross and March. Um, <clears throat> they crushed last game because they were basically chasing the game against Norwich from like the 10th minute. I mean, even though it was 0-0, it was like a must-win game and they just dominated for the whole game. Um, so it's like kind of an outlier. I, I don't really – I don't expect that against Arsenal. I mean, no, no way on the road. March would be fine because of his price, and yeah, I do think he'll continue to split sets with Gross. I mean, it just makes sense. March takes the left-sided corner kicks. He's left-footed. He was playing left wing back. I mean, that will continue. So March I has like
1: point. he's hit like eight fantasy points in I think his last six starts. So
2: yeah, I, I think it's fine. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you brought him up. Um, I, I prefer March to uh, Harrison or Gross. However,
1: just because you're getting the savings there and still, yeah, kind of almost the same um, production.
2: You know what? You know, people might, yeah, I, I could be wrong about this, but I'd almost just go all the way down to Imran Luza instead. Um, 4,300, uh, taking set pieces now. That's why, uh, it least a share, and I'd expect that can to continue. He's actually taken, I think the majority of their set pieces over the last four or five games, and it will continue because also he's left-footed, so he'll take the left-footed sets. Um, And he's shown, like, a pretty decent floor recently. He does some other things, too. He's not very attacking, but he's only 4,300. So I think you could use him, too, if you want, and it would just let you fit whatever else you want in your lineup.
1: Um, Yeah, I guess the comparison there is, like, 4,300 you're still getting maybe six to eight points with him, and that's kind of what you're getting with uh, those other guys so it's like why are you spending up when you can get loser for almost the same there
2: yeah and, yeah and I, I agree like it's the if it was uh basically any other matchup for Watford I we, we wouldn't want to be targeting Watford like this but uh, it's a good spot for them relatively speaking and the prices are good so you know, take advantage of it.
1: Saul, forty-four hundred. If he starts on the left wing, uh, what what are what are we thinking with him?
2: I think that's fine too. I mean, think if he starts in the left wing. I mean, that's he's starting in Marcus Alonso's position. So you know, he he's not going to take set pieces, but he has a floor at that price. He's you know involved in the game a lot in that position. Uh, he scored a goal from that position uh, in one of the cup games recently. Um so yeah I think that's fine. Uh cash or tournaments, you know if you told me that uh Saul is a better play than Luza I wouldn't be able to argue with you. Even for cash, you know you can make that argument. So yeah, he, he he'd be fine starting starting on the left wing.
1: Uh just looking down for the cheap range, you got a couple Brighton defensive midfielders but so we talked about this Watford Leeds match It seems like Kelvin Fultz is ready to start again. 3,600, like he's not, he he doesn't have a ton of upside, but he's kind of like one of those, uh, I don't know, Suchek or Declan Rice or something. Like he does get up the field and he will take shots. So you have that for 3,600 against Watford. Uh, Maybe a shot in the dark, I guess that's more of, but I mean, when you have the guy like Lusa there for 700 more, it's probably not the best idea, I guess. Yeah, wait. How much is 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 3600.
2: Yeah. Um sure, you know, he's not it's not much different than Luza. Um and it's possible I actually I haven't looked, but it's possible that it could be him splitting sets with Rafinha and Harrison. I'm not sure. I, I haven't I could be wrong on that. I don't know. I haven't looked at the matches where him and Dallas were both on the pitch, but I know Phillips used to take a fair amount of sets. I don't know. So I guess it's at least possible.
1: Yeah. I think he's only taken, he's taken, I think it was more in previous seasons. He's only taken one corner this season. And then I think he took like three uh, just regular free kicks. It looks like. So, yeah.
2: Okay. So yeah. I mean, he's fine. 3,600, whatever.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. uh yeah i don't don't know is anything else stand out to you midfield that you can Um, go for the pk with Jorginho there 5100
2: uh yeah that's that's a fine option for i actually
1: i threw uh i ended up with Jorginho in in my utility spot midweek and he got that he got that assist and yeah from open play even yeah (laughs) nice worked out for me
2: yeah um no i think Jorginho would be fine for tournaments on a slate like this yeah Um, um Anything else? I don't know. So Southampton are without Broja, like you mentioned. Um, he can't play against his club, Chelsea. Um, so yeah, like,
1: it could be Tellup, Smallbone. Yeah, tell so it. last
2: time it was Smallbone.
1: Right. Um,
2: and when that happens, Smallbone, like, he's not a forward. So he doesn't really play forward and it he was, played
1: 45 minutes.
2: Yeah, it was it was Elian that basically right. became the forward in that spot and I mean, I you might remember you asked me my favorite play for for that slate and I said Adam Armstrong for 5300. And he didn't start, but Yanusi did for fifty three hundred. And nobody played him, and he ended was- up winning me first, second, third, fourth. Yeah, that mid. was okay. <laughs> um,
1: that was so
2: I do like Al-Yanussi, Um, and nobody's gonna play him. I don't know that I I like him on this slate, but uh, it's an option if he if he's like sort of playing forward again.
1: All right. Yeah. I mean, he had a goal in that match. Ten floor points. He, he was had another 50, shot cleared was-
2: off the line too. I was ready. I was ready for people to uh, maybe give me some shtick st- for getting lucky uh, on that Yanusi play and lucky with the goal, but he had a shot cleared off the line in the second minute. I mean, he was forward all yeah. game. Uh, so, yeah.
1: 5,400 uh, home against Watford. Now 5,600 home against Chelsea, mainly off that performance. So
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. you need Indeed.
1: Reese James, he's 7,600. If you build a lineup with him and he doesn't start, you're going to have to make some changes. Uh, that's pretty clear because the next highest de- defender is Alonzo at 5,800, and there's a chance he doesn't start. So it, it's kind of hard to talk about this when the two highest expect or two high priced defenders uh, may not start. So we have that question. Uh, you wrote up Tariq Lamptey, but he's another guy away to Arsenal. It's not. Too much of a guarantee. And that also depends on Brighton's formation, which they seem to change every match. We don't know if he's playing fullback, uh wing back, or at times he's played kind of more as a forward. So we got some questions here at Defender. Uh I don't know where take this where wherever you want to take it. Just start to talk sure. about James and Long yeah. here.
2: Um I would want, I would have interest in Reese James. The the price tag is high especially on the slate where there's a lot of soft pricing, but I would still have interest both for cash games and tournaments. Um, Because for one, I'd expect him to take some sets, but for two, there's not much for defender on this slate. So if there's like, if there's a top option, I want to take it because, you know, a lot of people won't. And, you know, they'll end up with, you know, eight points combined from their two defender spots. And, you know, Reese is probably going to score double digits and you just, you get a big edge on the field that way. So I would want to play Reese if he starts, um, Marcus Alonso. That's, you know, I'm, I've said before, I'm not really an Alonso guy. You know, if you told me that he was for sure going to play 90 minutes, yeah, I'll play him. If if he's on the wing, I kind of like him. I don't like him in a back four. Um, Yeah. Wasn't that what he
1: was against Brentford last week? And then he went 55 minutes.
2: Yeah. I I don't want that. Like if he's not on the wing, I'm not starting him. Um, You know, we've talked about before. I like him more when ZH is not in the squad because then he's probably going to take a set piece or two. Um, So I guess keep an eye on that. That's why I highlighted Lamptey, um, which is a bit weird because he's the biggest underdog. Um, Not weird because he's just, he's a great player. I mean, I would love if he was Arsenal's right back, but this spot specifically. um, So he's going to be up against maybe Nuno Tavares, which is just big. That's a nightmare. Um, If it's not Nuno Tavares, it could be Granit Xhaka, which, oh man, that's another nightmare. (laughs) So, you know, you absolutely love Lambie against those two. Uh, It's, it's, you know, if I was Arteta, I'd probably just put Ben White uh, at, at left back.
1: That's that's what I did for our lineup, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, so it, he would have the best chance of containing Lamptey. If it's one of those other guys, and yeah, you mentioned the formation too because Brighton switch it up a lot, but if they're playing, you know, five at the back and Lamptey's on the wing, I yeah, I, I definitely like him.
1: Definitely, yeah, definitely a cash option. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube or here or Twitter, Lampy of the projected starters right now, that doesn't include Alonzo and James. He has the highest floor, uh, so 5,000. Uh, again, if you're watching, roadwire.com slash soccer trial, free 10-day trial, no credit card required. But Lampy is up there. You got Livermento, Cedric, Walker-Peters, Femenia. So you got these guys that are pretty much all about the same price Lampy probably the best floor possibly the best matchup depending who he's up against but what like what does anyone else really stand out i mean yeah. we got these guys um, that are pretty much in like kind of the same kind of so, same price
2: not really um and yeah if those if if james you know if we don't get those chelsea guys you know not only would lampty have the highest floor but he'd actually have the most upside, too. <laughs> I mean, just, you know, for a goal contribution, even in that spot against Leicester, if he's playing uh, on the right wing in a back five. But anyways, uh, for the other options, yeah, I mean, it does not look good. Uh, Kiko Femenia, still taking a set piece here and there, but like, you know, one or two, maybe. Um, it doesn't do much else. Not a priority. Stuart Dallas, still taking like a couple set pieces, but just... You know and we've talked about this we've been talking about this for a while he just doesn't do anything when he plays right back or left back whichever one it is i mean he'll take a couple sets and you're still lucky if he scores five fantasy points um so yeah not like not much interest there um i think the southampton guys are okay either one of them uh walker peters They, like, have better floors than you think. It's not a great spot against Chelsea, so... Yeah, does Chelsea
1: scare you a bit? Yeah, a bit. Like, you don't... Yeah, I
2: don't want to target them. They're just okay. Mm -hmm. Which leads me to um, the guy I highlighted, which is, you know, a little bit weird to be highlighting Watford guys, but uh, Kamara, 4K. Pretty cheap. Uh, Maybe the cheapest fullback on the slate, uh, or at least one of them. And, again, he's he's in that spot for Watford that we keep talking about. Also, if we're going to have Watford guys in our lineup, whether it's Cucho, Sar, Pedro, whoever, I mean, makes a lot of sense to just pair him with Kamara for that little bit of extra correlation. So well, I don't even
1: know if you even need that correlation with him. Like, I think uh, he's even a, a viable cash option. Yeah. It's just like he's, like, you look at his tackles, one, and interceptions and, like, he's racking up these numbers every game like he had a 19.4 already because of defensive stats like that's not gonna happen again but he's kind of racking up these stats every game so maybe if he does get an assist or if he does have like a game where he seven interceptions kind of a thing like maybe he's getting 10 floor points
2: yeah definitely um i will just say to the other side of that um a matchup on that left side against Rafinha is like never a great one. Um, and he's liable for, you know, some fouls and a yellow card, but the opposite it can work the opposite way too. Um, so like, I, I wouldn't worry about that too much. Yeah, it's a good price tag. I agree that you can use him in cash or tournaments.
1: Yeah, I'm just looking through some tackles one and interception numbers, but it doesn't look like these numbers are. Overly <laughs> favorable for, uh, for leads. Uh, Rudiger here, 3,900. I believe he was 3,400 midweek. So, you know, he's sitting around the price. He seems a little cheaper uh, in Champions League, but he, I think he got a small price boost after the goal and six shots last game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, I, I played a bunch of Rudiger last week. Um, so I got the goal and the six shots, but obviously none of it mattered because the only lineups I played him on were Mendy lineups and they didn't have any Brentford either and you know they lost four to one so you know uh unless you played Rudiger naked, he probably didn't benefit you um but yeah, you know we can always go to Rudiger.
1: Um, you needed, so, like, the the Rudiger-David-David-Raya combo, that uh, <laughs> the rare combo the, of those right, guys. That
2: was the combo. You're, you're right, <laughs> if, you, if you went with that. Um, but, yeah, no, he, he's fine. Uh, most likely center back to score. Ben White would be fine if he plays left back. Again, d- don't expect him to put up the stats that a left back puts up, but um, he's it still should add a little bit of a floor. Like, you know, you'd expect – an extra shot assisted uh maybe an extra cross maybe an extra shot so like a few extra uh, uh four four points um but yeah the defender position isn't great so you can kind of play any of these guys and it's kind of why i would spend up for reese james even though i don't love reese james away to southampton it's just the position's so bad that reese still sticks out
1: yeah, nothing much. Three game slate. Uh, you got the Shane Duffy here. Five shots in the last three games uh, for your for your Brighton stack going against uh, the half injured Arsenal. There you go, Shane Duffy. Just throw him in that GPP lineup with I don't know Gross and March and uh, Wellback or Maupe, something like that. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, no, that's I, fine. If you play him, just play. Don't play Gross and March together. I would say that.
1: What if Brighton get like 15 corners?
2: Yeah. Um, (laughs) Well, if it's a tournament lineup, you'd probably want to have an Arsenal player. Because that's only going to happen if Arsenal score goals.
1: Very true. Uh, Yeah, I don't think we need to really talk about anything else. You got a bunch of center backs, and that's about it here. Goalkeeper, I'm not sure. I think you kind of wrote about it. This might be one of the, the uglier goalkeeping slates. Like we have 42% for Arsenal clean sheet, but we've been saying I'll show. We got the issues with no Kieran, Kieran Tierney, uh, no Thomas Partey. We got those issues. Do you want to spend 5,600 on Ramsdale? The only reason you want to do that is because, again, Brighton have struggled to score all season. so – you got two things kind of going up against each other. And I guess you just got to decide what you want to do. I think we're both on the side of not wanting to spend 5,600 on Ramsdale. Uh,
2: no. Yeah. I, I don't want to.
1: Um, yeah. The same goes for Mendy. I mean, we're, we're, it's kind of like a slate where you just go down and I don't think there's much of a difference really.
2: Yeah. Uh, I just, I wrote in the article, you know, <clears throat> like Jordan, Jordan would say, this is a, play whoever you want. I mean, and it's seriously a play whoever you want slate for keeper. Um, Arsenal, yeah, the the best clean sheet odds at 42%, but you said it. Um, Don't love that spot. If I had to pick, you know, between Ramsdale or Mendy, it'd still be Ramsdale, you know, at home against the Brighton squad that struggles to score. And Arsenal have, you know, tons of motivation in this spot coming off a loss and they need it for, for top four. So, like, yeah, I'll have a couple Ramsdale in tournaments, but he, he won't be – he's not a priority and he's not – yeah. Uh, Leeds-Watford, I don't want to go there. You know, we've talked about how we like all the Leeds-Watford players, or at least I do, so I'm hoping for goals in that game. I think both teams are going to score. You know, I want both teams to score for my lineup, so forget about those keepers. Um, that leaves you Southampton <laughs> and Brighton, the they two know. cheapest keepers on the slate. Um so, yeah, I don't know. Just whatever correlates with your lineup. Um, right. Give me Fraser Forrester, I guess, if I had to choose one. Although, like, if I wasn't an Arsenal fan, I may say <laughs> Sanchez. I'm worried about Arsenal in this spot, but they still should score. They still should score. So, uh, I don't know. What do you think?
1: I think... Uh, just as I'm looking through some things, I, I think that Me- just in cash games, Meslier and Sanchez may be the best options, just because those guys. It seems like they're making saves every match, and they rarely hit negative. Uh, like that's the one thing with with Sanchez here. Even though if he allows a couple goals, which you know he did in losses against Tottenham and Liverpool, he's making saves, and you know it, your goal, I guess, is to not finish with a negative six or negative seven. I just did that with Dubrovka last week and that's your goal. So if your guy's making saves like Sanchez seems to be making saves every match, then I, I, that's kind of what you want. As for Forrester, he, you know, he doesn't have a ton of matches where he's making more than two saves, which is just kind of worrying if, and it's not like Chelsea are a team that are going to rack up shots. So that's, that's the one worrying thing I have with, with Foster there.
2: Or yeah. yeah oh good good points um like it's you know don't like any of the keepers for, for right. a lot of those reasons that you said
1: yeah so just go with the the cheapest one and hope he doesn't finish negative i guess that's kind of the goal <laughs> here i mean i think that arsenal brighton match can be scoreless that's another yeah. reason yeah so. right
2: i mean if all the keepers were the same price i'd play ramsdale so i mean, like it, it, he's an okay option if you have the money but again mm-hmm. just co- correlate it with your lineup
1: yeah uh well three games and i don't know i think i'm more confused after talking about i'm it. I mean, it's not confused i just have more options uh i think it's mainly because of this arsenal situation where they just didn't look good uh last game against crystal palace cuz I kind of came into it thinking it's like, okay, Arsenal have been awesome at home. They're getting clean sheets and they've been great, but they have the question in defensive midfield. They got the question at left back. So that's kind of maybe introducing some more Brighton guys than I originally thought, which is kind of adding to some, some questions. Then we also have the Chelsea questions in there. So uh, maybe more questions than, than I entered. Yeah. You know, sorry,
2: sorry. You just sort of reminded me, um, we kind of didn't touch on any of the other Arsenal guys. after we briefly mentioned Saka. So just to tell people, um, Alex Lacazette has the best goal scoring odds on the slate, Um, which is weird, uh, you know, for a guy that has struggled scoring this season, he has just four goals this season. Um, But there's, you know, there's not
1: a lot of, how popular do you think Arsenal are going to be? Because it yeah, seems like, like they're kind of overpriced, but they are the biggest favorite.
2: Right. And, like, so these other guys, too, like Martinelli. I didn't mention Martinelli. He'd be a fine option, too. He'd probably take a couple set pieces. Like, he has a decent floor. He can score goals. Like, he got he got yanked at halftime against Palace. But other than that, he's been really
1: he, good. He came his... on. He came on for Nuno at the break. Oh, he came on for Nuno? Yes, yes.
2: Oh, that's that's embarrassing because I wrote in the article that he got. I seven. fixed that. No worries. I forgot oh. I forgot
1: to mention it before if <laughs> before here <laughs>
2: I, which that's funny because I watched that game, so that's that's <laughs> that's pretty poor on my part. But anyways, um Martinelli, good option. Been been really impressed with him recently. And yeah, you know, Arsenal should score in this spot. As far as how popular they're gonna be, I don't know. This is one of those things where like maybe maybe like i I relate I, I sometimes I think everyone thinks like me or at least thinks similar to I do but that's not the case um so maybe these are some guys will be popular as as a home favorite I just don't love them uh, at midfield though like, Odegaard 7200 is okay we've seen him show up with some goals recently he, he'll be splitting set pieces Smith Rowe too like Smithrow never gets the ownership that he should he should have scored against Palace he, he takes a couple set pieces if it's him over Martinelli so I, I do like these Arsenal guys and like I will have Arsenal sprinkled in in tournaments definitely because if I'm playing Watford these Watford guys are cheap Saar, Cucho, Luza, Kamara, if I'm playing these guys, like, and if, if Reese James doesn't start, there's going to be plenty of money. So I'm going to end up with an Arsenal piece or a Chelsea piece. Um, I think they're all fine options. Yeah.
1: Yeah. My first re-in this match is just going to be kind of defensive, not a ton of opportunities when these teams played earlier this season, Arsenal had 0.61 expected goals, Brighton had 1.60. So you got that in there but just the way that brighton play i keep coming i keep looking at here so away this season they actually have a an even goal differential which is you know one of the best numbers in the league they only have 3 away losses from 14 matches 16 goals scored 16 goals allowed in 14 matches so they play pretty well away from home and i don't know just you, you throw in conga into the midfield like you change up Thomas Parte, you change that up, it's got to have some kind of effect on them. And then you get the left back situation. I, I just don't know that it's going to be a situation where like Arsenal are going to, you know, be racking up opportunities because Brighton already limit teams as it is. So
2: All right, I'm, I'm with I'm you.
1: Definitely not looking at them in cash games. Like no, yeah, go I'm, ahead, GPPs, <laughs> but just for cash. I'm games, with you, man.
2: I'm it. with you. I'm worried about Arsenal okay. in the spot. I don't think it's a game where they create tons of chances. Uh, no, I don't.
1: Um, yeah. So that's why the, the pricing is just weird. And then they're the biggest favorite. So it's like how popular they might actually be popular in cash games just because they are the biggest favorite. So
2: they, uh, yeah, I would not roster Arsenal in cash. Nope. I, that's, I don't think that's a good move. Tournaments. I think it's fine. Yeah. Even if they don't create a ton of chances, the thing is these Arsenal players and this team specifically, they create good chances when they do, at least they have this season and just, Yeah. I don't good. Good for tournaments, bad for cash games. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, I guess we've almost talked 50 minutes here. Do you have anything else? Do you want to give uh, a last play of the day, your favorite Saturday play? I'm not sure anyone really stands out to me. Uh, I, I gotta do some more thinking on that, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think no your play one is like... Lamptey. You've been talking up Lamptey a lot. I just years,
2: I so. love Lamptey as a player. I don't necessarily love him in this spot. I, I would love him up against Nuno or Granite Chaka, but that you know probably won't happen. Uh if I had to pick one, of these Watford guys. Saar and Kucho. Go sar, go Kucho.
1: I think I feel like I have to pull up uh, a gift from uh from uh I'll what answer, you know, I'm
2: gonna load I'm gonna load Saar. And Kucho and you know, Jao Pedro is going to show up with a brace. Oh, of course, <laughs> I'll have some, so he, he's fine too. But I like those Watford forwards.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm, in, I'm in that range too. That was, that was what I first did. I think Sar's automatic in, into the majority of your teams. GPPs or cash games. Uh, Lusa in there for cash games. Almost, I won't say automatic, but he's, he's pretty close there. It kind of sold me on the conversation we had with him. So. And then you yeah. just go from there. JWP, maybe a Chelsea guy in there. Depends if Reese James starts. And you got a pretty decent cash lineup. You just got to decide yeah, so your second you know, forward.
2: Three uh three Watford guys in cash. You know what, what could go wrong?
1: Um I don't know. That's a good question.
2: <laughs> no, I like it though. I agree. I would do the same.
1: All right, that's all we got for today. We're talking the Saturday's Premier League slate at DraftKings. Ryan Belongi is at Ryan Belongi on Twitter. Simple. I am at Roto's Ryan, thanks for joining me. Good luck to everyone. Again, rotowire.com slash soccer trial, free 10-day trial, no credit card required. We got the big matchup this week in Manchester City, Liverpool. We will both, of course, you know, be entering many showdown contests. I think there's a chance I'm going to come on for a special short little showdown preview on Twitter, Saturday or Sunday. So keep your eyes peeled. Uh, Depends, depends uh, how not busy I am and all that. So I I did that uh, when I forgot when I actually did that. Was that Monday? Um, Yeah. Or no, it was Wednesday. I talked about the, the Everton Burnley match. I talked about, I had a Nick Pope captain lineup that outscored a lineup that had Anthony Gordon captain. Uh, like I, like, yeah, (laughs) like that, that lineup actually did well because I had, it was, uh, I mean, whatever, but
2: Cornette when the the defender that
1: scored, uh, well it was Cornet Richarlison and Gordon. And then I had, uh, Charlie Taylor had an assist. So I had those guys with Nick Pope captain and I was like right on the edge of. Yeah. You know, it's crazy.
2: I've seen that construction, you know, it's crazy when that construction wins, but I've seen it happen. Like, you know, the losing keeper or a keeper that gives up goals and he's still (laughs) the the winning captain. It's crazy, but it's possible. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But uh, yeah, big match Sunday. This has been talking Saturday's matches. Ryan, thanks again. And we will see everyone next week. We got Champions League again. That's not slowing down.
2: Thanks, Adam. Good luck, everybody.